You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, it's Royce Unchained here on this Friday. We, uh, I did see, I didn't see the wild game last night. I did see uh, a Judd selfie video, kind of explaining what went wrong. But before we dive in and get into whatever else we want to, let's tell the audience where they should potentially be buying a car here, Patrick. Valley Group Auto Dealers, they're my guys out in uh, Apple Valley, uh, Buick GMC products. Uh, and uh, also, they have a store in Hastings. I'm an Apple Valley guy. I bought my last five or six vehicles from there, including a couple of used ones. And uh, I've uh, been, uh, it, it's, it's no fuss, no muss. You go out there, you say, uh, you know, I, this is what this what seems a reasonable price to me. And you end up buying yourself a new vehicle. And uh, it's, uh, the service is first rate. And, uh, I, I have no complaints about uh, any of the uh, Buick products that I've now. I've stuck with Buicks, but they got the good GMC uh, things, and they got good looking. Uh, uh, the smaller type of uh, SUVs, which is uh, what my wife is eyeballing these days, is to uh, get get one of the smaller SUVs. And Buick is first class in the technology on those things. From what I can tell, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy to tell you what the technology is, but they can, they can explain it to you when you get out there. And uh, anyway, I have no complaints about Jim Paul and Brett Paul and uh, the whole staff that they have out there. And uh, I'm not telling you this because uh, I don't know anything about them. I've bought five or six cars from them. Uh, I haven't, haven't bought a car anywhere else for over a decade. So. That's the that's the place to go. Jim Falls and Brett Falls Valley Group Auto Dealers in Hastings and Apple Valley. All right. Uh, should we be concerned about it's going to be 39 here in like a month? The flower against the Kings last night at home gives up a bunch of goals. Saw Judd do a selfie video. You know, yeah. How much longer can we keep riding the flower here? Is my Judd, question. why? Why? Explain to me why he played him back to back. Um. Uh, because Dean works in mysterious ways. Because Dean, yeah. Dean thinks that because he because uh, Flurry played well in Montreal, which is and the Canadians are awful. Yeah. Um, he thought he should play him back to back, but he shouldn't have. I, I mean, Gustafson is now your he's your clear cut one, and he's now going to go a week between starts. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and uh, it, this should be a sixty now. 55-25 system, right? It should be, you know, the Gustafson should play two-thirds of the time with the money you're playing them. You're basically just doing the flower a favor to be a backup, right? You get to yeah. the playoffs, he's going to have zero starts if you play it the right way. So uh, I, I don't know why they would feel obliged to play him, I guess, uh, because of his status. There's some thought that they're trying to get him enough wins to become second all time. How many does he need? Just no, a he's few like six. He'll get yeah. there. He'll, he'll get there. Anyway, yeah, but uh, I I saw that we were we did a lot of whining afterwards about the uh, goal uh, that uh, that they thought was uh, really questionable. The first of the two that were scored in twelve that, seconds. 
Yes, yes, because he kicked the puck. He tried to kick the puck to his stick. He missed. The puck went in, but they said it hit his stick, which, but I mean, it in that game, that te- they gave up uh, four first period goals. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, come on. And they uh, uh, also, uh, every, uh, uh, everything I've been reading is uh, uh, the flower could have stopped it anyway. <laughs> you know, yes. it, you know whether it hit his stick or not, it should have been stopped. Is what uh, what I've been reading. The 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 the, uh, the Twitter crowd is down on the flower. Let's uh, let me say that. Now they're down on a lot of things. They're so, down on uh, most things, including yes, right. us. You know, yes, right. everybody. Yeah, they hate on everybody. But, but uh, uh, Dean's going to have to uh, Dean's going to have to get past his uh, loyalty and his set in his ways about who he's like his line combinations. He can shake up at any point in time and the goaltending. You're right. It, it probably should be ideally if both guys are able to play the entire season. Pat, you're probably right. It should be 60 40. Like, that's just absolutely fine. Yeah. Hey, Dean, uh, I would say from a distance. Dean went into last season secure. Everybody was happy with him. I would say Dean should be insecure this year because if uh, they're uh, they're mediocre, not look like they're outside the playoffs halfway through the season, he's gone. You That's think so? Is he is he in danger of getting? Well, most, no, I mean, most ho- most hockey coaches the, are in danger. No, they're all in danger. Yeah, and <laughs> and true. it's uh, but it but it's not like I'm not saying that if you know if they're in. Con- and they're probably going to be in playoff contention because it's damn near impossible to not be in playoff contention. But if, if things are going bad, if they have one of those little 11 game, only one win, uh, two, uh, you know, one of those one, eight and two stretches, uh, I think you can go. I think it, I, I, out of nowhere it'll happen too. There won't be a lot of advance notice that he's in trouble because Billy Garrett makes rapid decisions. I, I got a report, by the way, from Dunkers, you know, the Dunkers thing, which uh, the influencers, the influencers. For, yeah, they, no had, uh, they had Billy a couple of weeks ago. They loved him because it, it's supposed to be off the record, that thing. Once in a while, uh, they, they get some leaks of what occurred there. But uh, but I guess uh, my brother-in-law's in it. He was telling me that uh, Billy was great because he, he's a candid talker, you know. Wasn't wasn't a lot of inside information, but there's no BS about him. They like yeah. him. so. What so? What is like for for the audience too? Because I feel like we've heard Dunkers. Yeah. Is the is the Dunkers just a bunch of like business leaders, influencers, Dunker, Dunker people of something. people of influence around the it's Twin Cities go that back love sports? Thirty years, I think. But it used to always be at the Minnesota Club. They, the Minnesota Club outpriced them. They're out at Interlochen now. They moved yeah. out to, so they're not even oh. downtown anymore, but it's, it was, yeah, kind of the business leaders, guys that, you know, guys, once some guy got in, he could get his friend in if the guy had a legitimate, you know, they're not, you know, you can't wander in and uh, say, let me in. But the greatest thing about it was, Bill, is Sid was like one of the founding fathers or was in it early and got him a lot of guests and no other media person could be in it because Sid wanted exclusivity. So we, somebody, we, should create, we should create something like that. Hey, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the ballers, the ballers. It's going to be part. just us, and we're going to invite coaches. You know, Charlie Walters has had a lot of friends for a lot of years, and Charlie used to get leaks from the dunker. Somebody would call Charlie, and if something interesting happened, tell him. So 
Charlie would have a little note in there, not that it was that hard, basically just to agitate Sid that he knew what happened at the thing. And Sid he still does go, it. Sid used to go nuts. He's still the engine. He inside. still does it. You you can find so and so. Like I guarantee you, a Bill Guerin thing will come out. You know. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. Little birdie, he, little uh, birdie told me. Yeah, I guess yeah. Mora used to Mora get it up and lecture them every. You know, about every month again. We can't be having these leaks. We tell we give these guys confidentiality. He said they had Andy Luger a couple of weeks ago, though. You know, the, the U.S. attorney here in uh, the in in the for Minnesota and for this district, the guy who's fighting the gangs in uh, in Minneapolis, and he was extremely interesting, I guess. So. Do they anyway. take people's phones or make you like you know when you go to a concert sometimes they'll make uh, you put your phone in a plastic baggie you know No I don't I don't think they do that I don't know I've I've been there twice in my life and it was always as I was at a I think maybe only once I've been there for the buddy when they honored Bud and they had a panel there to talk about Bud and then Bud was there and uh, a couple of years ago I think one other time but it was more of a I was never the guest, but I was like with the guest a couple of times. So doesn't Joe Schmidt? I think Joe Schmidt goes. Joe Schmidt's in now. Joe's in now. Oh, did Joe get in? His long-standing, apparently, the Sid boycott, uh, and it did not uh, cover Schmidt. But yeah, he's in it. But uh, it's uh, I I don't know. It's hard to define. I guess it was business, but they have uh, also managed to uh get a little gender in there too because for a long time it was just a bunch of white just guys. the boys, you know? the boys. Yeah, we're smoke I'm, I'm shocked that a club sid helped start was only a guy's thing i'm yeah. absolutely shocked by that mm-hmm. he uh he did my my uh what I, I i helped get my i used my brother-in-law's you know he's a prominent downtown uh, accountant was for years and uh you know deserved to be in but i but Sid sponsored him. I got Sid to sponsor him, right? So Sid was, it was Sid's duty to introduce the new member, introduce this new member. And he, and he spent eight minutes talking about the other new member that he knew that had been for a long time. And then he mentioned my brother-in-law's name and said, I don't know what he does, but he's Racy's brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was the endorsement. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that was the endorsement he gave him. Oh, so, uh, yeah, what a what a he used to rule that thing with an iron fist. Though he was he didn't want anybody else finding out these inside information. Although if something happened there, he would report it. Then, but not gar- say it came from Dunkers. I guarantee you, Garen dropped no fewer than three f bombs, and that's well, why they loved him. Love yeah. the f bomb, Mar- yeah. marvelous attitude. He has well timed f bombs too, you know, mm-hmm. like meaningful yeah. f bombs. Mm-hmm. He just he doesn't just do it for giggles, like Bernsey. I mean, it isn't part of his conversation. His I think it's done for effect, right? Yeah, with Garrett. I mean, yeah. he's he's. Yeah, not, I think it's also just part part of his day day to day. Plus, it's hockey. I mean, the yeah the slap shot. Everybody thinks Sag Slapshot was a satire. It wasn't. It wasn't the hockey, the hockey locker room. That was the hockey locker room. It was not a satire. It was a, it was a it was almost a documentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean the hell, go back to my favorite ever 24-7 was the uh 
was it 24 seven or was on HBO, the, the Rangers and the Flyers oh, yeah. when you had the foul mouth lavalette having a foul mouth contest with Tortorelli dressing their team. It was fantastic. It's unbelievable insight. I don't think the NHL ever wanted to, to look inside locker rooms again after that one. And Pat, they, they've now switched teams. Yeah. Oh, right. From then. So La- Laviolette's now the Rangers coach. I mean, this is what I love about <laughs> hockey. And Torch is now the Flyers coach. <laughs> That's great. How can you, uh, how can you keep hiring Torty Rally? Everybody who's ever played for him hates him. How, how many teams it... is he up to now coaching? Is oh, it six? It got to be five or six. Ta- it? Uh, Tampa Bay, the Rangers, the Canucks, the Blue Jackets, the Flyers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. it's been well. It's been yeah, five. So it's five. It's, yeah. it, it, okay. it has been unbelievable. Now uh, the guy who's going to get fired in about ten minutes is guy in Edmonton. He better watch out. Huh? They're getting they they're giving up twenty goals a game. They got beat again last night. I saw. He dropped a press conference f bomb. I saw. Mm. Oh, good. That's when <laughs> you know that's, you're, that's when you're Yep, that's when you're near the end with with the old. Excuse my language. After realizing mm-hmm. he had let the mm-hmm. f bomb go, but yeah, that's exactly that's so. not that's not a good sign for a coach when you're dropping the post game press conference f bomb. Well, I'm I'm hope to have a productive November and get one of my four visits in in November. I don't I don't I'll think I'll make it. In Octo- I don't think I'll make it in October, but uh, I'm in, plenty of room for you, Pat. Hope, hope to get in in November. Hey, Come Pat, sit by me. I got lots of room. We yeah. now have. Uh, I saw this last night before going to bed here. We have reached, so they've been doing for, for college football games, I believe the spreads go back to like 1996, I saw. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're down to 30 and a half for an over-under. You're kidding me. Which is it's now, down it's, for- it is the lowest. People are hammering the under. It was 32 and a half, and people are hammering the under, and it's down to 30 and a half, Gophers, Iowa, the lowest over-under in a Power Five game in 30 years or maybe going back ever. to 96, so it's now number one because it was like yeah. uh, one of the lowest three. Now it's number one. <laughs> yes. not, I come on, keep betting. We could get it under 30. That'd be historic. <laughs> At what point do you it. take? Is there value in the over? I I still think I'm going I think, under. You know, somebody might. The the here is the Gophers. I think would attempt to score if they had a chance to put the game away. But if I was leading by three, you have no chance to have the score move. They'll just keep putting it back to you. you got Your only chance is that the Gophers get ahead and Iowa has to do something. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Could could there be a case to be made that they actually should, for the first time ever, factor in a bet on who will score more, the defenses or offenses? <laughs> yeah, there is. I a think chance. the defenses that that Hawkeyes defense might be good for at least seven. Well, last week they had a safety. They had. Uh... Last week they had a touchdown, two field goals, and a safety, and like twelve punts. <laughs> Something yeah. like, and the punters like kicks it down to the eight yard line every time. And they fifteen the- to six was the final score at Wisconsin. And I think <laughs> was- I can't remember if this came up on this show or somewhere else, but uh, but Iowa. So their schedule 
is really easy the rest of the way. They're they're currently six and one. Their 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 loss was at Penn State, which is mm-hmm. which was a top yeah. five or ten team in the country. And uh, and Penn State's obviously in the in the East. So Iowa right now leading the Western Division. They get Minnesota, Northwestern. These are all these next four are all home games. Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, and then they play at Nebraska to end how, the regular season. How can you have four home games in a row? That's stupid. They, well, I think. Well, they. I don't know. Unless there's a new. Is there a neutral site in here? It's a good I question. Unless ESPN has it wrong. Yeah, um, it could. It could be a mistake. But even but, if one uh, of those is a road game, they're going to be favored in all of these games. There's a good chance yeah, Iowa goes eleven by? and one. What are they favored by? Like three. Three and a half week. against the Green. Three Gulf. and a half, yeah. yeah. You're favored. You're rated. You're playing a team that just got beat fifty-two to ten, yeah. and you're favored by three and a half. That but Pat, is they're gonna they're gonna play because they beat Wisconsin, so they have the tiebreaker. They're gonna play in the Big Ten championship game, yeah. and they're probably gonna be eleven and one when they play in that game. But let they're me say this. 40. Let me say this. We lost to Northwestern because. We had no NIL money. Okay, we've, we've established that. Yeah. We lost to Michigan because they were stealing our signals over on the sideline. They were 52 to 10. It was, it might have been, we might have beaten them 24 21 if they weren't have stealing you, all have, our signals. Have you guys now seen the Greg Schiano halftime interview yes. from yes. that game where he's clearly in some the weird game. stuff going on? Yeah, but coach, uh, coach, well, coach, how do you get your run game going yeah, again? Right. There's some weird stuff up. going on. Yeah, yeah. How do you not ask the follow up? Yeah, yeah. Well, she she had her questions and she said, "How about those four interceptions or whatever it was?" And yeah, Schiano was trying to hand it to her on a plate, and she didn't. Uh, they're stealing our signs. Yeah, but what about the fans here? Aren't they fantastic? Yeah. We just so need to uh, go in and uh, you, you gotta figure out what's happening. Star- you got to think this started with Rutgers accusing them, huh? The yeah. Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers yeah. Might have, yeah. I mean, the, the Chiano must have, because they started the investigation, I'm sure. that. Uh, uh, but they keep going after Harbaugh, and he'll have to serve another one-game suspension that he gives yeah. himself like they did the last time. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, Michigan State released a statement saying we're going to go ahead with our game, and we've been warned. And uh, you know, they're going to, they're prepared to go. So anyway, yeah. yeah I mean, it. I don't know. Like the it, also all these all these coaches are if if you can get if if someone can get an edge on a, a signal on the sideline now if they're like tapping into headphones and stuff that would to me that would be a big no. Deal. They this is a suggestion that they put a guy in the stands. They get they scout the games and put binoculars on them and see what they're flashing. Or yeah, I see. Like I don't that. have a. I guess I know it's against the rules, but That's, like in baseball, if I can stand on second against, base and it's not against the rules, but it's it's supposed to be on sportsman like behavior. They don't have anything specifically in the rules. That's I what guess. the Giants did to us in two thousand one. That's right. But they intercepted our. They were on our headsets. That's right. Yeah, so they were. They were actually headset. tapping into technology. I heard a story one time. I think Booney told us the story a couple of years ago about uh, Alex Boone because he played for Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco. And he told us that Jim thought that the when they would travel to Seattle to play the Seahawks, that the, the team hotel they would stay at, he was convinced that Pete Carroll had it bugged because okay. they just had a couple weird games. It just felt like mm-hmm. he was very paranoid. 
So yeah. what he would do is he would he would gather people in a meeting and he would say, hey, okay. <laughs> Everything I say for the next 10 minutes is BS. Okay. <laughs> so here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Yeah, he's crazier than a hoot out. One of my favorite moments ever in the Metrodome was when Ditka grabbed his face mask and they uh yeah. they threw that they were kicking our ass and he decided to change a play and then threw an interception and the Vikings ended up coming back for one of their great comeback victories and and Ditka wanted to kill him, Harbaugh. So so I, I guess the story was because we we were at a uh ESPN thing years ago and uh tom waddle who played receiver on that bears team was there and he said the story was ditka going into that game said this place is too loud don't audible ever don't mm-hmm. ever audible <laughs> and so they get to the line of scrimmage and harbaugh sees a matchup he likes and he yeah. audibles and no one hears it no one hears it and he throws that pass todd scott picks it off and ditka just melts down <laughs> Uh, that was fun, man. Those years when Ditka came in and Mike Lynn, what was it, the roller skates or something? The roller it? dome. He called it the roller dome. And then uh, everyone yeah, hated the dome because Ditka, Ditka called it the roller dome. The, and then if you remember, the there was a series in about 85 where Billy Martin went crazy. And so he went crazy because the stadium, because the roof, I, I think a couple of Yankees outfielders lost balls. And so he went yeah. absolutely oh, Billy, crazy. So yeah. Everyone was pissed off at the building. Nobody was worse than Bobby Valentine, though, as far as baseball was oh, concerned, because yeah. he thought the wind was blowing out of those vents in the yeah. back, which actually don't blow out wind. They they take it in. But he was down there one afternoon, like at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, putting tape, putting long pieces of strips of tape on the blowers to prove that they were blowing out when the twins batted. <laughs> and uh, I got a tip on that. It was great. It was great. I, somebody, I went down to the technology to the guy who was running the vents and said, okay, show me how this works. And, uh, it was, it was, but Bobby was like, he was up, he was convinced that, uh, we were blowing <laughs> home runs out, out to the, out to the, they certainly weren't doing it in the mid, mid to late nineties when no, everybody no, else was no, on steroids, no. you know, <laughs> the worst we of all the embarrassments of in twins history, our power performance during the raging steroid era was the worst. Didn't Matt Lawton lead him with like 21 that year? Or something. And he Everybody was else, cheating, it turned out. You got guys You got guys like Brady Anderson that never hit more than 14, hitting 55. And our leading guy who proved later to be on steroids, Lawton, I think he had 21. In 19, so 1998 was the, was the year uh-huh. that... Yeah, that McGuire and Sosa both broke the record. Yeah. Greg Vaughn had like 50 home runs. Oh, Griffey yeah. had a bunch of home runs. And that season, the Twins leader was Matt Lawton with 21. Second was Ron Coomer with 15. And then Terry <laughs> Terry Steinbach had 14 home runs. He was third on the team. So Yeah, yeah. we were... We were very poor roid users, I'll tell you that. We were not. I think we got a little better later, but for a few okay. years there, anyway. Dog was, was uh, on beer, so he, yeah, he, uh, yeah. he, he was on the Babe Ruth diet. He yeah. just did the beer diet, beer <laughs> and hot dog diet. He was, he was, he thought he was taking uh, steroids, but it was sugar-laden insulin that he was taking, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> he, had the wrong, he had the wrong thing. He was... It was putting on weight instead of taking it off. Damn yes. it. 
He was on the Miguel Sano diet. So anyway. Pat, we got to run here. We got our live Purple uh, Daily. Let me say that uh, uh, Houston uh, uh, swinging the bats uh, pretty good again last night. Uh, Texas has gotten to the scroungy. We we did. Texas has got to the scroungy part of their pitching staff. And the number one surprise so far in the postseason, this nobody kid shutting out the Phillies for six innings last night. The kid had a – it was – five and nine as a rookie with a six, almost a six ERA and he dazzled them. So anyway. Yeah. We got, we got uh, a couple series now. We got a couple yes, series. We do. Okay. See All right. We'll catch you on right. Monday. Royce okay. unchained here. Goodbye. Score North YouTube channel. And uh, you can also find Patrick, everything he does on the Royce unchained podcast feeds, Apple and Spotify.